0: Hi, my name is John and my name is Chris and And this is stay on on Target. target Hey everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We're your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right. This is episode 125. I can't see. 125 there. episodes. There's Chris. so much room in this room. So I feel like that's yeah, like this is a new room. It's a new new place. I wonder if it sounds different. If it, probably it sounds does. different, tweet at us. Yeah, it probably does. Probably it probably sounds a little bit different. And as you can hear, there's like there's a there's we're like right in the flight path of where um <laughs> where some planes take off and land in. Um, so, so sometimes, which is
1: weird because yeah, you were closer to the airport at the last place that like you lived.
0: much closer. Yeah. Like it was maybe a five minute drive, but I feel like we were just like off to the side at an angle. Yeah. And then here like it's like
1: nowhere near
0: the airport, right? Like here they just, they come in, you can watch them landing over or, or across the way. Like we have this nice view out across like the Nashville area and like, so you can watch them land across the way and then they like turn around as they take off directly over this house. Um, and so like occasionally I'll be sitting in here mixing. Right. And i will be like, what is that? What's that sound? And, uh-huh. then, and then I'll be like, wait a second. Oh, it's, it's not in, it's not on what I'm mixing. It's, <laughs> it's an airplane, you yes. know, cause it'll sound like, I'll be like, oh, it sounds like an airplane's landing right in between my speakers. And, uh, and sure enough, well, there's an airplane is. overhead. Yeah. Um, so Chris, how yeah. are you doing? I'm doing good. That's about it. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, it's a lot
1: colder outside. It's awesome. It's turned to fall basically this week. Uh, it was awesome man, until it started just, just like spitting rain last night, and it has not stopped.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, the, uh, this is the proverbial Nashville winter. So um, this, is, this is the conundrum <laughs> that I'm in, John. So I was at uh,
1: H&M the other day, and I was looking at the running gear, and I was like uh, – H&M, Wait, wait, wait. H&M has running gear? Yeah. They have. That's where I've, I've been buying most of my running gear. Awesome. All my shirts. I had no idea, Chris. Uh huh. I know.
0: Here's a question for uh-huh. you, and here's something that it's a very serious question. Yes. Do they have like dark green running shorts? Um, I don't think they have dark green, but
1: they had like dark. Uh, Dark red, like maroon. Now um, the other
0: question is: Do they have really, really brightly colored, yes. like running shorts? I bought some
1: brightly colored, like your Good. shirt right there. Good green yes. running shorts the other day.
0: Okay, I need to go in there and check it out because uh, I'm I am constantly on the lookout for like a uh, like uh, a, a really dark green pair mm. of shorts, and yeah. then also really really bright colors of pants. Oh, and you
1: know the key to H and M, just in general anyway, is the fact that like their stuff, like I mean, I feel like uh, their their running stuff is. Um, not, such a small part of their overall business that mm-hmm. it, it, there's a lot of turnover. Ah. And so like I bought some shorts there uh, about, I don't know, I would say a month and a half ago that I love, okay? Went back to get another pair, not there. It's a different style of shorts. <laughs> um, so
0: basically don't ever let one of the things you get there become your favorite pair of pants and then want to, like it's like the way I buy it. Or immediately, like, immediately yeah. go back. That's See, what I should I usually just buy, like I usually find a pair that I like and then yeah. buy about six or seven pairs well, in different that's what I wanted colors. to
1: do. But they didn't have. But it you when took I went too back. long
0: to decide, Chris. Exactly. I know. Way to go. I know. It's all your fault. So, man. So
1: anyway, like right now, they're kind of. I think they're in like in between kind of time with their stuff because like um, their the summary kind of um, running stuff is uh, uh, is out like being sold out. And then like, but there was a jacket there that I liked. I was like, oh man, this cool jacket. It's got, it's got like you know the the uh, holes in it. I was gonna buy it, but I ended up like finding a bunch of other stuff on sale. I'm like, ah, I don't need the jacket. Turns out. I need the jacket that's... because it turned cold. Literally three days later.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and that's the thing. It's like all the the fall stuff comes out, and I feel like then immediately, it, like, it's out for like two weeks, and you're not needing it. At mm-hmm. least in Nashville, you don't. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it gets cold, and it's gone. Like yeah. it's either gone or it's like severely discounted, and you're like, Ugh, "Does this <laughs> fit? I'm not sure." There's only one. Uh, I guess I'll <laughs> buy it. Yeah, you know. So the one
1: thing that like I didn't buy it because it was like it was it was a quick drying. So they also the thing I like about HM's stuff they have. They tell you what it does. Yeah. So like, it'll, if it's breathable or if it's moisture resistant, water. Uh, proof or you know, like whatever it was, just it was just a uh, um quick dry, and so like if it was raining and missing like this, like it would yeah. still get wet and it would just get you know kind of gooey. Yeah, like I want something water resistant,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, like and I have a, I have a few of those types of jackets, and I have the ones that are, like fold up into like nothing, mm. um, where you can like store them in your pack or like yeah, keep yeah. them in your car or whatever. Those are really nice, yeah. dude. So, um, anyway, so like uh throw out before we before we talk about the Martian and mm. uh and th- that sort of thing, I wanted to give a shout out to Divine who's. Uh, he followed me on, uh, he listens to the podcast, Listen to the podcast, and he follows me. Is this a gamer tag? Yes, this is a gamer tag um, nice. on, uh, on Xbox Live, and he followed me. He's, he messaged me and said, awesome Destiny podcast last week. He said, if what? you ever need a third person or for anything, give me a shout. He says, uh, no, we have still have a ways to go uh, in the game. He's like, but it's great. Have a good night. So That's awesome. Awesome, man. I I would love to uh, to get on and play with you sometime. So yeah. if you see us online, yeah. me or Chris, uh, yeah. hit us up for sure because uh, – Again, I'm I've been in the process of moving, so I haven't had a whole lot of game time. Last night was the only like the first time that I've gamed uh pretty much since like last yeah. week. So uh if anyone else wants to find us too, it's Stardust 250-250. Yep, and Labella 6 uh, on my uh, Xbox. That's awesome. That's cool. So we're gonna be talking about the Martian and yep. giving a a review of that. Yep. But first pick of the week, pick of the week. <laughs> All right, Chris. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Can, um. Uh. I can go first. You go. You should go first. I'll go first. Well, let's. Well, let's go first. All right. Yeah. Okay. So my pick of the week is. So I'm this. fairly confident mine is better than yours. Oh. I'm whoa. just gonna. <laughs> you back off. <laughs> totally kidding. Man. All right. <laughs> just, so I just decided to up the confrontation <laughs> level. Yeah, just of the like, podcast. Whoa.
1: All right. Um. Cool. Well, I guess the listeners will be the judge of that. I can't talk. Well. Mine's already going to be better than yours based on dialogue alone. (laughs) The listeners will be the judge of that. There you go. That's what I was trying to say. There you go. All right, my pick of the week is an app called Lifeline. Now, this has been out for a while, all right? Um, I heard of it because the sequel, Lifeline 2, just came out, okay? This was a game that was developed mainly with the Apple Watch in mind, and it is basically a choose-your-own text-slash-notification adventure. What? Okay? So the The first one uh, revolves around you get a uh, message from an astronaut who is stuck on some kind of moon and. Listen, I see that there's a theme rolling through the podcast uh, th- this episode. There is uh, so an astronaut who's stuck who's stuck on some kind of moon way out in deep space, and he's talking to you. And uh, you basically ask him some questions, kind of learn more about him. he starts telling you about what's going on, you try to help him. He, he'll basically do what you whatever you say. Um, for instance, uh, he had me he asked me if uh, he slept near the rear thrusters of the spacecraft, which were – he said his suit told him that he w- they were... Um, letting out 150 rads of radiation if that would kill him overnight or if he could sleep there. First time, like, I looked it up, okay, and it said 150 rads of radiation won't kill you, but you'll be dead within 30 days. Okay, so I told him no. That that night, he froze to death. So I went back. So you had to go back. Yeah. So like once once he dies the first time you can basically go back and like so pick th- the other option. I see. You know, so
0: so it's not like you have to start from scratch. Let's I accidentally. Do the whole tree you don't again. have
1: to, but I accidentally started from scratch, oh, and so man. I had to. But um, and the cool thing is it works like kind of like according to our hours. So like overnight he's sleeping and then he wakes up about the same time I wake up and uh and then you kind of like tell him what to do throughout the day. Right now. He's uh, he's backtracking because he didn't get where I thought he could go.
0: I feel like he's going to die again. I've killed him like two or three times already. Dude, so like how does like, – does it tell you how he dies or does it tell you just a notification that, hey, he's dead now? Uh,
1: it's either like, yeah, like connection lost. Oh, man. You know what I mean he's just dead or, or whenever he was cold. You know, like he, he died out in the, the cold weather because he wasn't near the thrusters. Oh, my gosh. Um, it was just like he, he sent me a message that said, so cold – Freezing. Oh. Then connection lost. I was just like, oh, man. Heartbreaking. I know. And that was I woke up to that in the middle of the night. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so it's a really cool app. The second one, the sequel, apparently. Um, hey,
0: does oh, talking about the sequel spoil anything about the first one? It doesn't because okay. it's a completely different adventure. It's completely okay. different.
1: It's more of a uh, – I think it's set in like a fantasy world, and it's um, some kind of like teenage girl rather than this astronaut supposedly not as good also more doesn't ex- sound as good also more expensive on the app store yeah like because like it makes sense that i mean okay i mean it, i it, say it makes sense like it makes more sense that an astronaut would somehow be um uh
0: talking to you electronically yeah. on your phone
1: than someone stuck in some kind of like fantasy, fantasy world, world.
0: however it, i do like the idea like if you wanted to create and i don't know if they do this they may do this but if you wanted to create like Oh well they're they're talking to you through a magical tree in their land and it comes out on your phone or like think about like the lion the witch and the wardrobe like there's there's nothing inherently fantastical about a wardrobe especially whenever that originally came out yeah um but it's like it was at it the very least it was a connection and you knew where if you went through the wardrobe where you were gonna end up the right. the lamppost and stuff right. so it's like you know I feel like if they if they hinge it on or uh, anchor it to something you know, in the story where it's, like, it, it makes more sense and you can work out the laws of the fantastical uh, world, then I feel like that would be fine. Right. But, like, just whenever you first say, and honestly, like, let's just put it, like, put it this way, fantasy doesn't interest me nearly as much as sci-fi. Right. Um, personally. Yeah. So, well, I mean, and that the could fact also that be it. I think it's...
1: Um uh, let me look it up. So this one, the first one, is ninety nine cents. I think the oh, other one is totally that's uh, no
0: brand two
1: ninety nine. Let me let me see. It's like,
0: like three times as much, Chris. And it might it might, it might maybe
1: longer. Who knows? You, and they're probably looking at like okay, you know, how many people actually like played this
0: versus you know like could i get more maybe and what was the fall off rate that drop off rate that sort of thing of yeah. uh, you know, i don't work, know how long it, i don't know
1: how long it lasts hopefully like i'm mean, i don't think i'm going to be doing this for you know a month a year yeah so yeah life. well i mean if
0: you if you, if you do that and you're not going to live for 30 days i mean i feel like <laughs> yeah that's true I feel like he's not going to live for 30 days I so feel like lifeline, it can't be that long so lifeline
1: lifeline 2 is 299 Okay. Um, so uh, the cool thing is like, I wish I had an Apple watch to kind of experience it with because the way it pops up, let me show you real fast here. It pops up in your notifications. Oh Gosh. Yeah. Um, Oh wait, it's not. You there. have so, a lot of notifications, Chris. Well, most of them were emails. You need, need to, to like, clear all that out. Oh, well, like I, you
0: need to hit those little X's up in the corners. I need, but if I if I hit that, hit then, I don't,
1: then I don't actually go like through them all. Like then I just leave. So them have you like, ever
0: found yourself on somebody's phone and then like you find yourself closing apps because that's what you would do, and and then uh, then you're like, uh, and you're oh, like wait right, a second, I closed all I of closed your, apps all your apps just
1: now. Or you can go into the actual app and it will show up like this. <laughs> okay. On the on the apple watch it shows up and uh you kind of just scroll through it and you can and you can just hit, hit that's the pretty awesome yeah. especially
0: like i mean if you're just like out and about running around town on your day at work whatever and you're like yeah. yeah occasionally it's like nah nah just do this well, that's nah, the thing. Do this go, i was go go to that mountain
1: i was uh i was at the mall today over lunch i ate lunch there and like went shopping a little bit and as i was there like i'm just getting notifications from this guy and like he's found a A spaceship crash, spaceship, and all this kind of stuff, and it's just like, all right, you know, like it's cool that it's happening throughout the day, and it's cool that like you can you can do it on your own time. I don't know what happens if you ignore him for a long period Mm. of time. He might die. I don't know. um, it's, it'd Probably be interesting would. to know. Maybe, he, does
0: he just make decisions if you don't make decisions for him? No, he waits around. Oh, <laughs> man. So. I can just see this guy tapping his foot on some moon somewhere. Oh, yeah, the, the only, the only Please bad answer. thing. answer.
1: The downfall that I see to it is like um, sometimes, for instance, the, uh, the one where I had him sleep inside the, uh, the spaceship instead of by the thrusters. Yeah. Um, Obviously, the thrusters was the right choice because the other choice he died. But but like so, it gave me the option: should I sleep by the thrusters or should I sleep inside? And I clicked on sleep inside, and and his answer was. Oh man, I don't know how I'm gonna survive. It's gonna be so cold, or something like that. Oh I'm gosh! Like, but there's no like opportunity. Like if this was an actual can't person, be like, I'd be like, oh yeah, well, then yeah, just yeah. sleep over there. It's okay.
0: Like if it's yeah, that yeah. cold, like you haven't given me all the information necessarily. Right. Well, like also, like it just kind of reminds me and harkens back to uh, to like Apollo 13, the movie. Like yeah. whenever I love in uh, the real thing, obviously. Uh, but I remember in, in the movie, like they, the the uh, the engineers back on Earth. Whenever they're like, okay, we have to fix this thing, and here's everything. That have to deal with and they dump out all this like random junk right. on the table and they have to like work out this this solution with this stuff. Right. Um and so yeah, I mean it this kind of like reminds me like you're one of those guys. Yeah. That's what you basically. are. But like you don't have all the information. Well, uh, yeah, you, he's you know? not giving
1: me all the information.
0: Um something else that's interesting, just fun fact. They are uh thinking about finding ways to uh put uh the like recycle um three d printing materials mm. for astronauts because that could change the way that astronaut because like if you don't have the tool up there, you don't have the tool, so they have right. to have a bunch of different tools and have like things that you do more than one thing but if they just had a three d printer where they could just print a tool yeah like it would it would change change uh you know all of that yeah being an astronaut would change the their lives man yeah. Um, all right, so I, I take it back. My pick of the week probably isn't <laughs> as cool as yours, but um, why don't you open that drawer right there? Ooh, this just drawer. Just pull right here? It, pull out that drawer. Yep, 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 yep. And those those what? two blue things right there. What are these? Give one to me, and you can pick one. Pick one. Just it, it's. I'll, I'll just take the one. So uh, okay, cool. So. The uh, it, everybody knows we've talked about the Star Wars card trader app before, and uh, and we actually opened some some uh, cards for Star Wars Rebels yeah. on the show before. But as you know, I'm completely illegitimately like just ridiculously unreasonably excited about the Star Wars movie that's going to come out in December. Um, and so uh, Target has these uh, these trading cards, tops trading cards, yeah. And uh, and so I, I got us both a pack. That's awesome to open on the show. All right, let's open. Whoa! I mean, there's a
1: ton of cards, dude. dude. It's
0: it's uh it's uh, I think it's 15, 14 cards, fourteen total cards. Yeah, that's amazing. This is more value on the pack. I don't know what the less value pack was. Super cool, so.
1: dude. They look super
0: old school. Yeah, dude. The uh, these are like look at the backs too. Like the backs have a, either uh, you can put them together to have posters or they have like facts, random what? facts about them. So these are from um, these are from
1: all the uh, all, yeah they're from all, all the, the movies. movies and
0: they're numbered and I think they're numbered in the timeline of the movies and so you can actually put them in the in the correct order um, if you would. Like. That's so, awesome. So yeah, I mean, some of them are from the. I got a lot here that are from actually the new movies. Really? Um, yeah. Just in this pack per, per, in particular, I did buy another pack and open it up. So we'll have to if we have any duplicates, we'll have to uh, do some trading, Chris. Yeah. This is amazing, dude. I have to do some really fun. These trading. are really cool. Yeah. So so anyway, so everybody, if you want to, oh my gosh, that's a really cool one. Um, so and honestly, some of these are uh, you can find them on the app, on the uh, Star Wars Card Trader app. Yeah. And so that's really cool. I, I liked that idea that like I have uh, oh, I have some. Of them that um, uh, that have the card trader app, like I, I have them in physical, real life, and on the card trader app. So, um, anyway, so that is that. That is my pick of the week. Well, this thanks, week, dude. Chris. This is really and, cool. Uh, and yeah, so. Everybody can run out to their their target and buy like a pack of fourteen for like five bucks or something like that. They're nice hard cardboard. Yeah, these are these and, are super uh, good quality. Uh, yeah, I'm not talking in the mic. Yeah, I y- should be. These are these are really cool. There's different different colors and and variants and things like that. And I'm not sure exactly how the uh, the rarity of each variant is. Um, it looks like the the blue variant is the most common. And then there's like gray and there's green and there's yellow and stuff. I have a, I have a black um,
1: and a orange and a green
0: nice and i had like a sticker card in one of mine too like a boba fett sticker card so uh and honestly we should have people uh we should have people submit some questions and if we have any duplicates or something like that we'll we'll give them a card or something, send them a card and a poster or something crazy um so if anybody wants to submit any topics for uh for stay on topic topic, yeah we haven't done that then uh then submit them on uh on our twitter at stay on target pod tweet at us and hashtag stay on topic and uh, and we will we will grab the uh, you know pick pick some and then we will uh, will you know read them on the show talk about them discuss them I just punched my microphone <laughs> yes. that was really awesome and uh, yeah we'll we'll send you a poster that's awesome all right Chris the Martian the Martian.
1: Uh, so that we're going to review The Martian. I went and saw a pre-screening um, of The Martian. pre screen So it comes out uh, tomorrow, actually. Nice. So this is very timely. I love it, dude. It is very timely. It's awesome. Um, you have not seen the movie. No, I so haven't. I haven't read work, the book either. We're going to do a spoiler-free section yeah. with you, and yep. then a spoiler section with just me.
0: I love it. Yes. So convince me to see this movie or not, Chris. All
1: right. So premise of this movie, um, if you've seen a trailer, um, basically uh the, Matt Damon's character he uh gets stranded on Mars
0: mm-hmm.
1: premise of the story
0: That's it. Yep. That's that's it end of story like <laughs> the movie done credits roll. Yep, he gets he gets he's gets <laughs> left on Mars. So um like the dude on your watch
1: or not your watch. Dude, this movie it's uh number 1 if you've read the book um I can I'll talk a little bit more about the the relationship between the book and the movie in the spoiler section um but uh, if you like the book, you will like this movie, um, and uh, and it's it's a it's a very good adaptation uh, or adaptation, I guess is the uh, the correct term. Yes. Um, so um, let's just start off straight off the bat. Yeah, this is a sci-fi film, very, you know, like um, very much in the vein of something like Apollo 13 or um, Gravity in a way. Um, and uh, and hits kind of like the same emotional chords with me, which is really really cool. Mm. Um, w- one of the best performances I've seen Matt Damon give. Mm. Um, he uh, it, his character is different from some of the others he's played. Um, you know, you think about him, you think about like maybe Born or maybe you know him in The Departed or something like that. You know, like they're all very. different. I think
0: of him as uh, an Interstellar. Interstellar,
1: Chris. yeah, an Interstellar. Um, <laughs> is he it, he's a different character than all those. Yeah. Um, the character he plays is very is very. Uh, Smart. He's uh, he, he's he likes to to crack some jokes. Yeah, um, he's I've like, heard
0: that it's it's kind of funny. Like I mean, it is. is that, that there, there's while there's very serious and edge of your seat kind of moments that it's it's still. Um, maintains that kind of humor um, of, of the characters and and, uh, and I, I feel like that that would would really help with this film because I mean you watch the trailer and it's like it could you could look at it and it's like man that looks like an intense uh, however long you know you think about yeah. gravity like yeah. gravity was like edge of your seat a relentless just stress mm-hmm. for however long and, and so like this could potentially be one of those but uh, I've heard that the humor helps to uh, helps to ebb and flow emotionally rather than and you just build and build. Yeah. Are you out there reading a bunch of reviews of this? No, I have okay. just
1: heard this, Chris. Okay. I just, you heard it on the streets.
0: Yes. The uh, I you know me, you know me. I have my my ear to the Twitter sphere. <laughs> okay. And uh, and the Twitter sphere tells me things.
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, Matt Damon plays Mark Watney. Um, he's he's left on the ground. Uh, the cast is amazing. Jessica Chastain is Melissa Lewis, Captain Lewis. Uh, Kristen Wiig is Annie Montrose. She's uh the uh, um, NASA's uh, public relations officer um, Kate Mara is the uh, the computer nerd of the uh, the crew. Um, Jeff Daniels is Teddy Sanders. He's the uh, the head of NASA. Uh, Michael Pena he's uh, one of the astronauts. He's uh, Martinez. Um, Sean Bean is Mitch Henderson. He's uh, like the, the leader of the. Um, uh, I forget what his official title is, but he basically runs the mission from NASA.
0: That's awesome. I mean, it's like, um, that's a huge cast.
1: Yeah, Cheatwell, EO4 is Vincent Kapoor. He's, um, I forget what his title is in NASA again, but
0: he... Um, Some associate director of something. Well,
1: he's, the, he, uh, he's basically, I forget what he is, but he's basically in charge of this whole thing. Like, I think he's in charge of the uh, um, the, NASA, the Mars missions, um, mm. the Ares missions. Um, Mackenzie Davis is Mindy Park. She's uh, this analyst. And uh, Donald Glover is Rich Purnell. He's, um, he's a computer geek.
0: That's awesome, dude. I, I love Donald Glover. He's yeah. great, man. There's some
1: others too that I'm skipping over, but I can't remember exactly.
0: Well, I mean, I imagine that the cast is gigantic. I mean, you, you look at uh, you look at any kind of NASA-based or space movie. I mean, you have all a lot of a lot of moving parts in those types of projects, uh, yeah. just in general. And so you have a lot of people that that have to you know that are experts at certain things. Yeah. And so that you know, whenever a disaster like this happens, they'll they'll you know come out.
1: Strong cast. Um, there's a couple that I'll talk about in the spoiler for uh, the spoiler section that. I was a little disappointed in the performance. Okay, Um, and so I, 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 it was just, and that's comparing it to the book um, in terms of how the character was portrayed Mm. in the book. And so, so when did you read the book?
0: You read the book fairly recently, yeah.
1: So the, the crazy thing is, I'm not done with the book. I'm, oh, I'm almost done with the book, and I was actually, like, I was still reading it in line to see the movie, so I've never, like, seen the movie that close to the source material before, Wow, which is wild, and it was a, it was a weird, wild experience, because, like, once I got to the point where, like, I had left off in the book, I'm like, well, this is unknown territory now, like, I yeah. don't know at
0: all what's coming. So, like, I mean, like, that, maybe that's a topic for a different show is, like, hey, what's that, you know, what's the experience like, or, like, is there a good time frame between whenever you read it uh, to whenever you go see the movie, you know, uh, let me write that down for a different topic, yes. for a different podcast because yeah. i feel like that that would be veering off too far down the, the the rabbit hole yes it would so visuals
1: amazing like this is mars and it feels like mars and i mean this is ridley scott directing this and so like he knows how to make an epic space movie what the crazy cool thing is is that you know while he has these crazy cool visuals and he, he's making this space movie you know a lot of this um the way that the book is written is that Um, these are, uh, basically log entries that Mark Watney has made. And most of them are typed out. There are some audio logs, but most of them were all typed out. Um, the way they get around it in the movie is he's basically making video logs and he's talking at the camera. But so like a lot of this was shot on a GoPro and these are just GoPros that you're talking to. So like, it's, it's kind of interesting, you know, like you're in this, this beautiful Mars landscape and you are seeing it through the lens of a GoPro, which is very, very interesting. There's still, like, mm. very like wide-sweeping shots and stuff like that, but anything where he's talking to the camera. And that's where his personality really comes out, you know, and, 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 uh, and they did a great job of, of both uh, showing the, the trials that he goes through and his personality and how mm. he deals with them and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's just, it's just amazing, uh, an amazing job doing that. The, the score is um, minimalist. Uh, but it's there. Um, I, I mean,
0: it wasn't <laughs> the best you can say
1: about it. It's there. You know, it's just one of those things. that didn't blow my mind. <laughs> well, ever. we had that
0: huge discussion. I don't know if that was on the podcast, but we've had that huge discussion about what is the purpose of a, a score and right. what, what do you consider a good score versus a bad. You know, so being just there, it's like that's okay. I mean, yeah, I mean it wasn't it bad. Meets, uh, it meets the bare minimum requirement. You know, it wasn't a Hans Zimmer
1: score. Let right. me put it that way. You know, like you know, wasn't an, a score from Interstellar or something like that. But it was, yeah. it, was it was, it was, it was good. Um, the uh, the writing screenplay. Um, the more I think about it, it is good. My immediate reaction, based on like the book, was kind of like, okay, I you know, um, I had some issues with it, and I can talk about that later. But um, just from a straightforward, okay, how do we need to get this movie done? What's like, what do we need to do to make this you know a good movie-going experience? Because you know, the book is filled with a lot of like scientific things, very very scientific things, um, where he's talking about like the exact amount of hydrogen and oxygen that he needs out of this hydrazine fuel to make oxygen or something right. like that or water and so it's like all this crazy stuff and so um y- you can't necessarily translate all of those technical details well into a film and mm-hmm. i think they do it enough so that it makes sense that this is happening but it doesn't overwhelm you in the
0: film with like why are we talking about all this kind of stuff interesting um so, I mean, that, that's honestly the first way that I encountered this story. Like, I, I, before I knew it was going to be a film, and before I really... I mean, the first time I heard about the story was somebody... It was after some space movie had come out, a, 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 like, year years ago. Um, and somebody, you know, was talking about how it just didn't make sense scientifically from that perspective, and they said that the best um, book, movie, whatever, best story um, that covers basically all of the, the scientific aspect of space travel and what, what space would be like... Mm-hmm. Um, was the Martian the book? Yeah. Um, and so you know, that's uh, you know, from a technical person, that was the first time that I'd ever really heard about the, the what's, story.
1: What's crazy about the the story of the book is Andy Weir. He so he basically wrote it, and he he was he basically kind of wrote it. Um, just in terms of like, okay, what would it take if you were stuck on a planet like this? What would it take to survive? And so he started going through. And this honestly was a. a, a do series you sleep of...
0: next to the uh, the jet thrusters? N- no, that's
1: just no. You don't sleep next to the radiation <laughs> um, uh, th- jet thrusters, um, <laughs> like I had my guy do in Lifeline. <laughs> um, so, uh, but like he posted, he actually posted this all online for free first. Like, I mean, it's been online for a long time, and. Uh, So, people would go online and read it, and then he would have experts, you know, who who would go online and read it, and they'd be like, Actually, you don't do it this way, you do it this way. And, like, actually, you do this and do this. And so, like, this is like a, it's almost like a collective effort from a lot of minds putting their heads together, and like, This is what, how it actually technically works. And, like, legitimately awesome. Even, like, you know, he, uh, they people were asking for it on Amazon, and so he finally put it on Amazon. And he like Amazon doesn't let you put th- thing books up there for free, so he had right. to make it a dollar. And then he went to some kind of like conference apparently, and uh, and uh, they were talking about like if you sell digital books, if you sell you know th- you know thirty thousand digital books, you're doing good. And he's like, oh man, I've sold like. Yeah. Hundred thousand digital book copies of this That's book. Amazing. Apparently, I'm just like awesome. So his this lawyer friend of his like said, "Hey, you need to get this book published." And he was like, I'm, "I don't know. I'm not an author. I don't know what I'm doing." And so his lawyer friend took it got on this fantastic he came back and said all right you've got a book deal movie deal and uh, you should take this you know basically it's that's just like wild immediately and uh, so that's that's the yeah that's the crazy story about this book it's just like it's it's been around for a while um, it's kind of crowdsourced in a way which is really really cool and it's very very like technically um, technically accurate I guess and scientifically accurate which is very very intriguing so they they copy and 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 bring a lot of that over into the movie and uh um a lot of it you know kind of you know like focuses on um on Matt Damon's character and and just like his ingenuity and how smart he is and yeah. how clever he can be and uh you know like something that that I really like about the way he's portrayed in the movie that they talk about in the book um they talk to uh or uh, yeah there's in the book like you hear from a lot of different pr- perspectives um but there's a uh, um a psychiatrist, basically, who says, you know, like, so, you know, uh, we chose Mark Watney because of his very even-tempered personality, basically. Like, whenever hard things come up, he doesn't, like, get down. He just kind of jokes more about them, you know? And yeah. and he kind of, like, puts everyone at ease. So, like, his good-natured temperament is kind of what um, what... Uh, it makes him um, very appealing and, and uh, you know,
0: and it would make sense too. I mean, if in one of those situations, I mean, you know, obviously if you just, you know, grit your teeth and go with it, it's like in those situations, like that's that's one way to handle those situations and, it, you know, it'll, it'll work but, you know, it's, if you keep your spirits up and that sort of thing, you know, that'll uh, that'll help in the long run, you Yeah, know? and something, you know, survivalists will say that that it's like, hey, you know, if you just find a way to, to, to smile and to have fun yeah. and, and you know, whenever you, uh you know, whenever you get a chance, light a fire because that'll lift your spirits and your spirit a lot of times is the only thing that will keep you going in these instances and so I mean that yeah, makes perfect sense that that character would uh, w- would uh, be w- would merit I guess a story of, of this size and of this caliber so yeah I also think it's interesting that the crowdsourcing side of things with that it's like normally with a book like this an author would like go and talk to a bunch of experts or go and you know research that and it kind of just like the, in the information age that we live in um, I mean it, it allows you you know this wealth of knowledge that maybe potentially you wouldn't have had access to before Mm -hmm. you know people who are experts in this field are going oh man you know let's let's fix this little thing and and a lot of times the collective knowledge is greater than the knowledge of uh maybe even a handful of like experts and things i just i love that i love that the this you know like i said this technology age that we live in allows for those types of things to happen yeah um so uh Definitely check out
1: the movie. you know if you so like to see it, don't see it. that's the see it, don't see it like it, you know if you if you like um, gravity, if you like interstellar, if you like you know Apollo 13, space stuff, you know, you're gonna yeah. like this movie. very yeah. well done. It's Ridley Scott. Um, so like it, you know, everyone, their game is on par, man. they're just yeah. like everything you know is is uh, done very, very well. Um, and it's a great story. and so uh, definitely check it out if you you know if you want to read the book first, You can read the book first. Either way, like I'm still enjoying the parts of the book that I didn't read before I saw the movie. Like sometimes you see the movie, you're like, I don't want to read that book. And like I haven't. I mean, I still have just as great a desire to finish the book after seeing the movie as I do, you know, like you know beforehand. That's good, man. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a phenomenal story. And uh, if if nothing else, you know, go see it for that um, that that purpose um but there's also great performances great directing um cinematography is amazing i didn't talk about that but like you know you're on mars and a lot of this is practical effects there's obviously um there's obviously cgi in it but the uh you know this is this is uh most of it is in camera practical effects that they're using and,
0: and it looks really really cool that's awesome dude that's awesome well the spoiler clock is winding down it is winding down Oh my gosh. So, if you don't want to be spoiled, turn it off turn right now. Turn it off now. right now. And uh, I'm, actually gonna, I'm actually going to leave the room right. right now. So, yeah. Right. Uh, so, uh, so the spoiler box uh, so 10. You better oh hurry. 9, oh 8, no, 7, no. 6,
1: 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Mark Watney makes it off Mars. Yes, that's the spoiler. Um, he actually does make it off Mars. Um, their plan works. Even though they were in crazy, incredible complications, so I wanted to talk about a couple of things in regards to the book real fast, um, and then we'll move on. Uh, just because if you haven't uh, read the book, this may not apply or be interesting to you at all. So, um, one thing that I was kind of disappointed about uh, whenever I watched the movie was just the fact that they didn't, they weren't able to include a lot of the scientific minutia that they cover in uh, in the book, and so that you know, I mean, that's to be expected. Um, it's, it's something that, you know, I mean, if you're going to write out, uh, if you have to write a screenplay for something and you've got, you know, basically two and a half hours to do it in, first thing it's going to go just like this very, very kind of like what, what is dry, um, kind of, uh, just very scientific information. And, and while it's, um, well, it's interesting in the book, I could see how that would kind of drag down the, uh, the, the film. I think my frustration with it was that it seemed like they ma- it made things too easy for um, Matt Damon's character Mark Watney uh, for instance in the book you know like we're probably you, you, we get like halfway through the book um, before you know he's um, found the, uh, the the rover and talking to NASA and I feel like that you know that happens pretty Fairly quickly in the uh, in the movie, um, it takes them a you know long time to figure out. Okay, like how do I uh, make uh, how do I grow p- uh, potatoes here in the uh, the hab? Um, he has to, like, do calculations, how much floor space he needs, how much dirt, based on how much dirt he has, how much water he needs, how do I make water, I don't know, he goes, you know, back and forth on that, you know, like, the whole process, you know, where he almost blows himself up there, it's, like, much longer and drawn out in the book, and obviously, like, I understand, you know, like, you know, books are always more detailed, always more in-depth than the, uh, than the movies, so, I, that's not necessarily my complaint. It just it felt like things were oversimplified. Over For instance, well, I'll just use one example. Um, whenever uh, the airlock... So at one point, the airlock explodes off of the side of the hab. And, uh, and in the movie, it, he just cracks his helmet and he uses duct tape real fast to, uh, to fix it and to, to, uh, to, to stop the leakage out of his suit. Whereas in the book, he cracks the entire uh, front part of his, his, uh, his suit off. Or not his suit, his helmet, his faceplate. And so, like, it's this big, long, drawn-out thing where he's trying to fix his suit. He's trying to figure out, okay, like, how do I get from here to here? I need to get to the rover. I need to get another suit. I need you know, like, do all this stuff. And, uh, you know... Eh. It's just like in the movie, it's like, oh, well, I, I can just fix it. I have duct tape. I'll just fix it. You know, like, it's that, it's that kind of thing where it's like, okay, this was in the book, this like very long drawn out process of like, how do I fix this? What do I have at my disposal? Like, this is, a, this feels overwhelming and like, I can't get past it. But then, you know, in the movie, it's just ah, duct tape, you know? So that's kind of like the direction that I'm coming at whenever I'm like, you know, they kind of make things a lot easier um, in the movie. Now, I mean it doesn't feel easier just because like you just I mean if you you know I mean a cracked helmet is still a big deal um, and they and they they pull it off well. It's not like you know hey we're just making every single problem um, unbelievably easy for Mark Watney. But um, yeah, that, that was, that's really my my big um, my big beef between the the book and the movie. Um, I think I believe the you know like they changed the end a little bit. Um, they made it a little more fantastical. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, there's just, uh, just some things that, um, you know, I've never, I've never, uh, I was literally staying in line to see the movie, reading the book. And so it's like, I don't think I've seen a movie, watched a movie that close to the source material, material before. And so it was very, very, um, uh, revealing and very interesting. Like, okay, how does this affect me going into it? Um, and like John said, we'll talk about that a later date. That's a great topic for later on. Um, but yeah, uh, overall though, man, um, I think that uh, like the characters were were very well cast, especially um, Teddy. Um, Jeff Daniels as Teddy, Matt Damon as Mark Watney. Um, you had Kirsten Wig as Annie. I honestly like wish that um, characters like Annie. And Mindy, um, the the uh, the the tech who finds figures out um, that Mark's alive. I, I wish that they were they were u- utilized more in the movie because they're like they're some of my favorite characters and they're very dynamic characters in the book. And uh, and you know like their performances were spot on. And so it's like, okay, man, I I really wish we could have seen more of that. Um, it's fine that we didn't. You know, that uh, you, you get what you can get, and uh, you know, like they they uh, they portrayed those characters faithfully and you know kind of uh, exactly how they were written. I like the fact that like throughout the screenwriting, you know like uh, a lot of the dialogue, a lot of the uh, um the choices you know like the things that Mark would say or like the ways his character and his personality would come out um are basically like you just pulled straight from the pages of the book like it's 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 written in such a conversational tone anyway. Um, that he uh you know pulling straight from the source material actually works in this case um, which is really 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 cool there's you know uh, just a i i i feel like um mitch the character of mitch uh he may have been miscast um in the book he's he 's kind of a witty he 's a smart guy like he he knows his place he knows that um you know he's not the 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 top man uh, on the totem pole. You know, um, and he knows that he he has to abide by uh, his the decisions of his superiors, even though he disagrees with it. He'll still go around their back um, at, at one point and uh, let let the uh, the Aries three uh, members know that hey. You know, in order to go get Mark, you got to like slingshot around the earth and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and, and so he, he he'll let them know, but it doesn't feel so underhanded. I feel like, um, uh, Sean Bean kind of portrayed him as this, um, he, just kind of this slinking, kind of like, you know, he never doesn't really make eye contact with people. He slouches in his chair, and he's just kind of like, eh, you know, uh, you know, I'm not really an upstanding guy. I just kind of do, you know, whatever... Whatever I want, kind of thing, you know, and just sit here and complain. And uh, so that was the only only character that I feel like okay, this was like maybe, and it may not have even been mis- miscast. It's maybe just misdirection, or um, maybe Sean Bean just like read the character differently than um, than I did. And, and so uh, that was that was like one the the two couple criticisms I had in relation to the book and the movie. It was like okay, you know, that's a little bit a um, little bit off in a couple of ways, but overall, you know, like whenever, uh, uh, overall, the, the, the characters were portrayed well, I feel like it was a faithful adaptation, and, uh, uh Ridley Scott did a great job bringing the, the book to life. Um, the excitement is there, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the intensity and kind of nail bitings definitely there for sure, which, you know, there's parts of the, of the, uh, the movie whenever, you know, like you're just, you are on the edge of your seat, just trying to figure out like, man, like I know what's going to happen here, but like it feels like something bad, you know, different could happen or something like that. And so, um, I, uh, I really liked it in, in that inst- instance, overall, um, man, like I already said, like, this is a must see, Um, I feel like I'm not diving into this as well as I should, but uh, it's it's weird doing this on my own rather than having a conversation, but uh, the plot, overall plot of the story, um, if you haven't read the book, uh, we can talk about that for a second. It's I mean it, it it's it's basically like one thing after another goes wrong and uh, I really really like the the way that, that that's put together I you know like <laughs> the first time that um he exploded in the lab didn't expect that um the first time that the or not the first time but the, whenever the hab explodes I didn't I didn't uh I didn't expect that I mean that was the one where I was like that was, I think that was the first time whenever I was like oh man I I think he might die like whenever that happens I'm like oh this is this I don't see how he gets around this. You know, this is over. Um so yeah, I mean it's it, it's it's interesting uh it's interesting that the that, that the movie has has that kind of uh, emotional pull. And uh, honestly, that's that's in large part um due to the actors and, and the way that they are portrayed. Uh what I also feel like Really, Scott does a great job of establishing an emotional connection with these characters. You know, you're not, you don't spend a lot of time with Mark Watney before um, everything starts happening and everything starts going south and everything starts going bad, but um, he, uh, he is an endearing character and he has great personality traits that you can really relate to. And so, um, really, Scott does a masterful job of, of drawing that out. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's a great film. Um, if i'm going to rate it i'm going to give it a 9.5 um definitely go see this it's 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 a it's a great movie um i would put it up there you know next to uh next to films like gravity maybe i mean if i'm going to give gravity a score i don't remember i may have given gravity a score or something like that you know like if i'm going to give gravity a score it's going to be like up it's going to be close to a 10 man um and so like this is just a little bit below not quite on par like there's you know just some uh some Ridley Scott kind of um, qualities to this, where it's like, okay, this feels like you're trying to make, the, you know, this is an epic movie that's, you know, kind of being forced to be epic. Um, it's it's a it's it's a it's a great story um, and uh, very unique in in terms of the way it's delivered and the way it's crafted. Um, and I'm it's kind of a an indistinguishable and indistinguishable quality that I'm trying to uh, trying to um, vo- vocalize here. Um, you know, like there, there. It's kind of like this. Almost feels like there's parts of it. This feels like okay. These are. This is. All, you're trying to make this gladiator. Whenever this should be gravity, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like gravity is very pared down in terms of scope, in terms of size. It's very focused. This does feel very large, and the book didn't necessarily feel like that. And so I think that. That's another thing I'm kind of pulling on. Um, but uh, the scope of this, you know, just feels huge. And, uh, and at the same time, um, is, is this very focused, small story. So, uh, you know, there's, there's some kind of disconnect there sometimes and it's just in tone and kind of feeling this doesn't like manifest itself in terms of structural problems with the movie or any kind of like, you know, uh, large problem. It's just, uh, there's kind of a, a feel that, um, is conflicting at times overall though, give this a 9.5, definitely go see this movie, um, super, super, uh, super pumped that, um, it got made, got made by a great director, great actors. Um, and, uh, I, I hope, I hope it does well this, this weekend. Um, it was, it was a great movie and I recommend it. All right. So that's the, uh, the review of the Martian that John didn't hear a bit of.
0: That's, that's Just okay. I, I will go back and I will listen to it after I, uh, and I see if you're right. Movie. Like I will, I will see if you're correct oh, okay. about this movie. I like, it. I'll be judged. And yeah. yeah and graded. Yeah. I mean, uh, in, in probably however many podcasts from now I'll bring it back up and be like, you know, <laughs> yes, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um. So, Chris, next week on the show, yeah. Um. We're probably, hopefully, going to be reviewing, mm-hmm. uh, Armacrog, yep. which uh, which actually came out, um, this week. Yep. And so, anybody who wants to check out that game, that, that game, we have uh, had a lot of coverage on it. Um. I guess a few years ago, whenever initially, like, it's probably been like two years ago. Yeah. It was like the tenth episode or fifteenth episode yep. of this podcast. So it's it's been uh, that, over a hundred more episodes. And
1: there was a, a behind the scenes video that you you went out to. Pin Test Studios right. in California and, uh, and did a video with them And so that's on YouTube I'll post both of those at StandTargetPodcast.com In this article uh, We'll also post it next week um, On the front page uh, For the uh, the actual uh, review Yep, uh, We'll review the game Hopefully like I'm at least going to try to do some uh, some some Walkthroughs I'm not sure exactly like when I'll do those Or when they'll post um, And I actually want to tr- see how, how hard this game is Supposedly it's kind of hard I so mean, we'll see if we make it through it. Yeah,
0: yeah. You were you were saying maybe we could do even uh, you know where we uh, we do it concurrently together, yeah. and so maybe solve the things together. Because otherwise, I will I will be uh, in the first room for about an hour and a half. <laughs> so because I am just bad at puzzle games, <laughs> I have to break my brain in order to make it work, uh, make puzzle games work, and, I, and that's well, maybe always we, really satisfying. Listen, maybe, maybe it should, just takes forever. Maybe we should play it together so that it's not so frustrating. I feel like that would be uh, that might be a good idea. All right. That might be a really. All good I right, will do that. We'll, we'll record it and we will. Uh, we'll put out some walkthroughs yeah and so you watch our twitter um if we stream it at all um, um on like youtube streaming or anything like that yeah. um we'll let you know yeah. um i'm not sure if we will or not but uh but yeah we'll we will watch our twitter and we will post those as they happen cool all right you can find us online at stay on on yeah. twitter at chris
1: 250 and john Wright 777 and at stay on target pod that's it for this week we'll see you next time on stay, stay on, on target, target.